Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcasts app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that. Welcome one and all uh, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, They say history repeats itself. Well, you can say that again, because we're nine months out from the presidential election, like we're watching a rerun of 2020. Chiefs playing the 49ers in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Unless something crazy happens, it's Trump v. Biden. And Trump's been leading in a lot of polls, but today, in a new Quinnipiac poll, Biden has leapt out to lead Trump 50 to 44. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God some good news and otherwise depressing reality. This is, this is like finding some punch in a turd bowl. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know just how Joe did it, but political analysts think it may be his strategy of standing still while his opponent repeatedly quotes Hitler. <laughs> okay, now... No surprise, the credit really goes to women voters. Biden leads among women by a margin of 58 to 36 percent. That's right. Hey, ladies. Hello, ladies. That's right, the ladies love Cool Joe. They love my store-bought smile. They love the shades. They love that thing where I'm the last one standing between them and the Supreme Court putting a GoPro in their uterus. They love it. <laughs> Watch those babies spelunk out of there. I'm serious, folks. <laughs> Biden has also been rubbing shoulders with celebs recently. He hosted Captain America, Chris Evans, at the White House and gave him a pair of his trademark aviators. <laughs> That's a good look. So, look, I'm actually a little surprised to see those two together because, as we all remember from the end of Avengers, Joe Biden is old Captain America. (laughs) Oh, don't think I will. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) There is something else. Uh, There is someone else out there running for president. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, seen here answering the question, who's not going to be president? (laughs) 
<laughs> yesterday, yesterday, uh, Governor Haley made a stop at the very popular radio show, The Breakfast Club, to talk to our good friend, Charlemagne the God, and she said this. I don't think America's a racist country. It takes guts to say America. <laughs> it takes guts to say America isn't a racist country when even her blouse is segregated. <laughs> Come on, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. <laughs> she, she then explained what she meant to mean. If I grew up as a brown girl in a small rural town and my parents told me that I lived in a racist country, I would never have thought I had a chance. I want every child to know, is there racism in our country? Yes. Should we call it out every time? You bet. But you can be anything you want to be without anyone getting in your way. Okay, so the argument is that there is racism, but it's not a racist country. That's interesting. Um, you know, if you make a lemon chiffon cake that has even a little bit of poop in it, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> That's a poop cake. <laughs> got to label it. Got to label it right there at the deli. Yeah. It's got to say poop cake. <laughs> Must go. Of course, Charlemagne challenged her premise. You can't say America's never been a racist country, but then talk about the racism you've experienced. There is racism in our country. Mm -hmm. I don't think that our country was founded to be racist. I don't. I think that it was meant to be this amazing experiment to see if we could have freedom and democracy in a way that all men are created equal. If you think America was not founded as a racist country, I'd say you have three-fifths of a brain. <laughs> there you go. What else is going Oh, over in the Senate yesterday, the Judiciary Committee spoke to the TikTok snap Twitter and Meta CEOs at a hearings on the dangers of social media. Well, it's always a bit of a danger when the oldest people in America try to talk about social media. <laughs> okay, Mr. Talk. <laughs> Says here, Mr. Talk, may I call you Tick? <laughs> now, you claim the internet isn't luring children, yet every website I go to, they offer me cookies. And... <laughs> I accept, and yet the cookies never show up no matter how long I sit by my computer with a full glass of cold milk. Now, the weirdest line of questioning came from Arkansas senator and illegitimate child of a used car lot tube man, <laughs> Tom Cotton. Uh, senator Cotton kicked off the hearing by grilling TikTok CEO Sho Chu, and it got a little race-ish. Of what nation are you a citizen? Singapore. Have you ever applied for Chinese citizenship? Senator, I served my nation I've in asked, Singapore. I, no, I, I did not. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, okay. I'm Singaporean. Okay. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But have you ever played Chinese checkers? <laughs> yes. I see. No, I see. Have you ever rested a cup of chai on your knees? Do you have Chinese? Do you... I'm asking if you have Chinese. All right, fine, fine. Just, just one more question, sir. Chinese guy says what? At long last, sir, have you been to Panda Express? <laughs> Terminal 2. 
Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> we also heard from Louisiana senator and turtle-reaching orgasm, John Kennedy. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Why can't the turtle be happy? Don't kink shame a turtle. Kennedy spent some time questioning the SNAP uh, CEO, Evan Spiegel, and I have no idea what he was trying to say. Mr. Spiegel, I see you hiding down there. Can we agree that what you do, not what you say, what you do is what you believe and everything else is just cottage cheese? The Senate is so old, even their metaphors can only handle soft foods. <laughs> sure, would you agree? Wow. Sure, would you agree? Wow. Sure, would you agree your internet security is soft and weak like pudding? <laughs> it should be hard and impenetrable like the skin on the pudding? <laughs> um... Ooh, we have a little new info uh, today about the former president's attempt to steal the 2020 election. According to a new book, Trump lawyer Sidney Powell wanted to tap ex-Intel operatives to break into election offices in swing states and seize Dominion voting machines and servers. But first warning, the operatives would need hunting licenses in order to fulfill their mission. Yes, hunting licenses. Little known fact, voting machines in America are all guarded by elk. Yeah. Now, what, when, when pressed on what exactly a hunting license meant, Powell clarified a pardon from President Trump. I need six to eight preemptive pardons. Six to eight? She doesn't even know how many people she's going to break the law with. Yeah, we're going to need six to eight pardons. Wait, Alan might bring the kids, and they love crime. I'll tell you what. Just to be safe, let's order the family size pardon bucket. The bucket bucket. Now, I'm sorry, you don't need that kind of language. You're trying to go to bed. Sleep tight. In about 40 minutes. The only reason Operation Break-In and Steal All the Voting Machines didn't go into effect because when Powell proposed this plan to Rudy Giuliani, he quickly shut down the idea. Do you know how crazy you have to be (laughs) for the voice of reason to be Rudy Giuliani? That's like getting confronted about your drinking by Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Ooh, there's there's, there's exciting news from the world of sport. There's a new athletic competition coming from right-wing billionaire and man who insists you call him Steve Jobs during sex, (laughs) Peter Thiel, because Thiel will be funding a new Olympics where steroids aren't a problem. Wow. An Olympics where steroids are encouraged. Or as the Russians call it, the Olympics. (laughs) The new venture, this new venture, sure, Russia, why not? (laughs) Can't can't even pretend with this name. The new venture is called the Enhanced Games. Not to be confused with the male Enhanced Games, (laughs) where the pole vaulters don't need any equipment. (laughs) Oh. Got the image? Got the image? Do you see the guy running? Wow. As their, web- wow. As their website brags, sports can be safer without drug testing because the athletes will be monitored by a scientific and medical advisory commission. Yes, teams of doctors with their own new version of the Hippocratic Oath first do these pills. 
The enhanced games will include familiar events such as track and field, swimming, gymnastics, and weightlifting, plus a closing ceremony that doubles as a funeral procession. (laughs) The enhanced games also want to remove the stigma from doping. Their site even offers tips on how to come out as enhanced. Oh, that is never easy. Mom? Dad? I don't know how to tell you this, but I have an enormous head and tiny balls. <laughs> please, please accept me and my rapidly thickening skull because I'm angry all the time and I could crush you between my 48-inch thighs. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, John Cena. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. My first guest tonight is a superstar you know from movies like Trainwreck, F9, and The Suicide Squad. He now stars in the new film, Argyle. Please welcome back to The Late Show, John Cena. I take take nothing away from the beautiful dome and the stained glass, but we have a stadium of excitement here. This is fantastic. That's exactly right. Wow. It's not not every day that we give the people a John Cena. It's not every day that I get to be in front of an audience like this. It's like a shot of adrenaline to the eyeballs. Well done. Nicely done. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. It's so wonderful to have you here, John Cena. I always enjoy talking to you. You started off in WWE. uh, (laughs) Still there, Steve. You're still there. I know. Still there. But you have been asked. Not as, not as when, when, It's like, are you going to retire? And you said, of course I'm going to retire. That time is going to come, and it's going to come soon. Is John Cena finally saying, you really can't see me? Well, this is. <laughs> we have been really building this up for a payoff, haven't we? Yes, we have. 20 yeah. years of actually being invisible. Um, I'll, I'll be 47 in April. And uh, the product is filled with superstars who are young, fast, and gifted. And I'm. I'm just not as fast as I once was. I compare myself to like a, a fine vintage classic car. So if you want to take it out one day, you got to warm it up for about two and a half hours. <laughs> and then you can take it out and you can hit the last gear, but please don't pin it to redline. I can go for about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then after you drive for 30 minutes, you got to take it back in the shop and fix all the noises it was making. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaking fluids from places. I didn't know I had places. So it's, it's, it's pretty rough around Some the edges. Some of it's Bondo. I, indeed. I can still go. I can still go, but I, I pretty soon. Pretty soon. What, what was it like? What, when did you start? How, what, what year? Two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. So it's been yeah. a minute. I've been a fall down man since two thousand and two, my friend. Okay. It's a lot of that, falling that, down. That has its has its price. Um, what was the like to get the call? Was to find out that you had the gig? Oh my! So I was uh, living in a garage in Venice, California, Good for you. and I had picked up professional wrestling as a hobby. I did not know what I was going to do with my life. I, I, I tried to be a cop. I failed the CHP exam. Uh, I couldn't apply my college degree. I was going to go down to be a Marine. And the weekend I was going to go down, a friend was like, hey, we're training to be wrestlers in Orange County. I didn't even know there was such a thing. So when I saw a ring, I was like, I will figure it out to do this as a hobby. Never anything more than that. I just wanted to live like Superman on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And then I finally get my big contract with WWE. I got a call from Bruce Pritchard, head of talent relations at the time. He said, we want to sign you to $12,500 a year. 
Wow. And living in California, I quit my job right away and I was bawling like a newborn baby. I couldn't, I couldn't have been happy. It was a, I view it as a chance to better myself and I'm, I'm very grateful for that opportunity because it's brought us here today. Wow. Well, now you're an actor. You guys. You guys. Thank you. Hey, they're now you're an actor. Everybody loves seeing you on screen and you're in the new I mean, movie Argo. I reviews. Not what? everybody. But we try. We try our best everybody every Everybody who's anybody likes John Cena, okay? You're in the new spy thriller Argyle. What's it about and who do you play? I play a sidekick and a best friend. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Argyle is about taking the spy genre and flipping it on its head. We got a, a brilliant director in Matthew Vaughn, and he's created so many wonderful universes. What struck me about his work is uh, in The Kingsman, there's a quote, uh, a gentleman is the modern-day knight, and the suit is his armor. And that's kind of why I wear the stuff that I wear, because that, that really resonated with me. I feel real comfortable in this, the same as you. You feel real comfortable in that. Sure. Um, so to be a part of a Matthew Vaughn universe is incredible. He's a meticulous filmmaker. Everything is there for a reason. And he really leaned into the spy secret society genre with the Kingsman and was able to turn it on its head in Argyle. So what we have for you, the audience, when you go to see it, is a movie with so many twists and turns, I actually can't talk about anything. So I've been professionally dodging Steven's question for the last 45 seconds, <laughs> hoping to build some excitement with you guys so you go see Argyle in the theater and you can talk about it with your friends. But I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's a great film. you got to go see it. <laughs> Redline, are you redlining? We're okay. Are you redlining We're okay. right now? Gotta go Would back you to the make show. a good spy? No. You can't keep a secret? Do I blend in? <laughs> well, not in this outfit. My goodness, man. Do I I can I can keep a secret. I just don't think I'd be a good spy. What about Bond? Bond's a little flashy. Could you be James Bond? Do you have an English accent? Right. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't couldn't exactly try. Stop right there, because it's working so far. Couldn't couldn't try the James Bond. I don't know if I'd be 007. I might have to reorganize myself if James Bond want to reinvent their franchise with a vibrant, enthusiastic fool of a man. Maybe they should choose John Senna. All right, we do, we do have a clip. We do have a clip for the film here. Show it. Do Let's give the people something. Let's give them Some something. Some form of entertainment yes, other than come this jabberjaw. My goodness. Do, do, do you need to tell us what's happening here? No, I can't, told you I can't spoil it for you. I can't tell uh, you anything. All right, I'll set it up. John Cena's in it. Go. What's your status? I'm about to enjoy a delicious Greek coffee. Well, I suggest you hurry up. She's inbound to your position. Ah, uh, relax. for you. This is the only exit route off the island. Now that, for the people, for the people who could not see from the short clip, that's Dua Lipa. Typical day at work, just having a nice hot cappuccino and then just uh, grab Dua Lipa off a full throttle sport bike. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more John Cena, everybody. Stick around. Hey, 
Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. We're back with one of the stars of Argyle, John Cena. Now, this is the second movie you guys have uh, done this year. That's right. Here you are, at Look both at that. As, as people yep. and Barbie. Yep. Last year. Yep. You, got, you, got, you guys hanging out these days? Uh, no, she's super busy. <laughs> John she's busy, too. She's have you guys become friends, is what I'm uh, I would like to think yes. But, uh, I mean, I, I really honestly would like to think, yes, she, that was her, we filmed these in reverse, so Argyle was first and Barbie was second. Mm-hmm. And in Argyle, she had expressed that she was a little nervous. And I'm working across Henry Cavill and sitting next to her. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. So when she's like, am I doing it right? I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, oh, thank you. God. <laughs> because Those I, are two incredibly beautiful people, by the way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they are. Steven. Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. really, uh... I've seen them both up close. Yeah, me too. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You win. You win. Even more. Well, would you, can we expect when we can get when we can get the next uh, John Cena Dua Lipa collab? Man, I would love to do like a buddy cop movie. We you heard know, this. Yeah, we. And so, so our graphics put together the show we'd like to see. This is John Cena and Dua Lipa and Beauty and the Brawn. <laughs> Tagline, you've seen them together in Dua Other Movies. <laughs> there you go. Well, you go. I'll be back to promote that project, and, sir. And the, and the twist is, you're the beauty, she's the brawn. They don't yeah. buy it. They don't buy it. <laughs> we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll come back to you guys. They can't. You're yeah. with us until then. Exactly. They can't see these baby blues like I can. You son of come a bitch. <laughs> got to take a compliment. You got to learn to take a compliment, man. I understand that you have uh, a pocket watch that means a lot to you. Do you mind if I... May I ask to see it? Sure. I love, I love sure. people who have a little memento. So, uh, this was a gift, and it's broken. So, I wear two watches because this one tells time and this one tells me perspective. If I think my head is getting too big, there's a memento mori on the front to say, remember, you're mortal, because that way I'm not... I don't get the feeling that I'm above everyone. That's and on the back is a very meaningful quote to me uh, from Teddy Roosevelt, and it's, it's paraphrased. Comparison is the thief of joy. Because in this business, we get put in a lot of rooms, uh, and you don't feel as if you're enough. And com- comparison can take away the joy that you live your life with. So when I get nervous, if I'm in one of those rooms, I just uh, give the old pocket watch a rub for perspective, and it reminds me that um, life is meaningful and that I am enough and that I sh- should be proud and, and grateful to be in any room I am. So. Words to live by. Thank you, John. I'll take that home. Argyle is in theaters now. It's John Cena, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. 
And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.